Greetings, listeners. It's Dr. Dawn. And for the next 30 minutes, I want to impact your opinion about love and money in a modern world, a world in which women have more education, power, and influence than ever before in the history of the world. We are living at the intersection of love and money, but which one will we choose and how will it affect our relationships and the way we love? Thank you for listening to She Makes More Podcast. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. It is Dr. Dawn. I am so excited that this is the first episode of season two of She Makes More Podcast. I really enjoy sharing with you for season one. We went over lots of things that successful women who identify as high earners need to know about their relationships, the nuances of relationships and marriages that have a woman as a higher earner. It's a new normal. And we discussed so many cool things on the first season of this podcast. I am so excited to be back for the second season where I am making a little pivot and I'm still talking to the successful woman who is accomplished, who is educated, but this time I'm talking specifically to the successful woman who is dating. She is single. She is a single successful lady out there in those dating streets. She's not quite sure how to navigate. Sometimes maybe you've been married in the past and now you're divorced and you're trying to figure it all out as that successful woman. Or maybe you just haven't found the right mate yet. You've been focused on education and career. And now you're like, it's my time. It's my time to settle down and get married and find that right gentleman to spend the rest of my life with. So whatever your circumstance, if you are a successful woman who identifies as a high earner, this podcast is for you. So on this episode, I am going to be talking about what is your dating energy? What is your dating energy? Let's first talk about what is the definition of energy? So I use energy to size somebody up. If I'm meeting a stranger, if I'm meeting someone that I've not dealt with before, as an animal first, right? Yeah, we're humans. We have the big brain and all of that. However, we are animals first. So our animal instincts can sometimes clue us in on, is this person a friend or a foe? Is this person someone I can feel safe around and let my guard down? Or do I need to be on high alert? Okay. That's kind of what, how we should approach each new individual in a sense, because again, we're animals first and we need to know, are we in a safe space? But when it comes to dating, I had to slip into the men's tent to ask the gentleman, what is it that captures your attention about a lady? You're out at a, at a bar or you're at a reception or you're at a party, you're at a restaurant. What is it that's going to draw your attention toward a particular type of woman or away from a particular type of woman? So the energy that the men describe to me is, it's like, what is her state of mind? Other ways that they've described it is, what is her outlook on life in a sense? What is her happiness level? What is her drama scale? What is the potential compatibility that we may have or may not have? So those are some of the phrases that the men have used to describe what is a woman's energy. Also, a term that is used a lot is how does she carry herself? That just, again, means how are you showing up? What 
energy are you exuding into the world? Think of it like what is your aura, okay? What is your aura that you're exuding to the environment around you? Whether you're at your bar, you're at a reception, you're at a restaurant, you're at a coffee shop, you're at a bookstore, whatever it is, what is the aura that you're exuding? And sometimes we're like, uh, I'm not sure what that means or how do I accomplish that in such a short period of time where maybe it's just a chance meeting or a glance. Well, it's just the liveliness and the vitality that we're putting out into our environment. So if we use kind of the bar, the wine bar, if we use that setting as an example, how are you showing up as you're sitting there drinking your wine? What is your body language, your facial expression, your quote unquote, your energy, all of it saying about you in that moment? So we just have to be cognizant of it, right? Because it's not something that we usually think about when we are out kind of seeking attention from the opposite sex. We don't always think about, hey, what is our energy? We may be very focused on what is our physical appearance, but we're not so focused on what are the intangibles. Again, what is that energy saying about us? So the types of energy that will capture a man's attention, according to the men in the men's tent is positive energy, right? I mean, that's the best way to sum it up, positive energy. So that can mean that you seem pleasant, you seem kind. You seem, I had a, a man use the word conciliatory. So that's just peacemaking. Do you know how to keep peace in a relationship or between two people? Are you easy to get along with? These are the things that they're trying to decipher about us very quickly from the jump um, to determine if they even want to approach, if we even seem interesting to them. So those are just some of the things that we have to be mindful of. Are we putting our positive energy out there? Is our aura, does it feel positive and welcoming and again, peaceful and pleasant and kind? So when we think about the aura or the energy, think about what it took for us to get where we are, right? Whether it's our education, it's climbing up our career, it's the spaces that we're in from a professional perspective, those are not usually the qualities that have gotten us where we are. Qualities that have gotten us where we are as successful professional ladies are usually more things like being very focused, being very determined, being very gritty, being very independent, very tenacious, unshakable, and all those things are great when it comes to getting your education, getting your career, and climbing up that ladder. However, it may not get us as far on our dating journey. It's still a journey. It's just a different type of a journey. So let's just take a little bit of a gut check, if you will, a little bit of a self-assessment and say, hey, if someone is looking at me from afar, what am I saying to them? What is my energy saying to them right now? And again, it may just be, hey, soften whatever's going on up in here, right? Your eye, like, are your eyebrows furrowed? Are you looking very intense? Are you engaged in your phone or your arms are crossed? There's certain body languages, certain expressions that we didn't even know we have, like the term, like the resting bitch face, right? Well, that's where that comes from. That comes from people that are not aware of the fact that in their normal resting state, their face may look very angry, may look very intense, and just in general, not very approachable, okay? And when we think back to the different traits that have helped us get ahead in our career, oftentimes the kindness, the pleasantness, 
or the peacemaking, those things in some industries can be viewed as a weakness. There may be a very good reason why we don't display those traits or qualities on a regular basis is because we don't want to be perceived as weak in those environments, particularly if these are environments that are male dominated, right? Some of us have gone into fields that are very male dominated. We're surrounded by mostly men all day, whether you're a doctor or a lawyer or a judge or a police chief or CEO or what have you. Sometimes we have had to pivot as women and take on some of those characteristics that you need in that dog-eat-dog world that we always hear about. It's a man's world. So we've had to take on some of those characteristics in order to survive, in order to thrive in those environments. We just got to remember when it comes time to us sitting at a nice bar, having a glass of wine, maybe being open to someone approaching us, we just have to make that little switch and say, hmm, all right, this is a safe space. I can relax my my expression. I can relax my body energy. I can be more happy, pleasant in the way that I'm speaking to the people, the bartender, the people around me, and just know that it takes a little bit of a tweak. Kindness, the peacemaking, those are assets in that environment. They are not weaknesses. So just be mindful. I mean, we've had to code switch a lot in different aspects of our lives. I mean, being a woman is kind of synonymous with code switching, right? I mean, we have to do a lot between being mom, between being a wife, between daughter and moving ahead in your career and in your community and all your, your so many things to so many people, we code switch all the time. So this is just being mindful of when it comes to dating and meeting gentlemen and wanting them to approach us. Sometimes we have to code switch, right? We have to turn off some of that career energy that we've been using all day to get things done and to command the people around us, dampen it a little, show up differently when we're trying to meet a gentleman. For the single ladies, just remember those men in that bar have nothing to do with your job. Show up as a different side of yourself in that environment. And we know we can do it because we do it all the time. For the married ladies, you are not absolved from this. Okay. So the married ladies, our energy is also important in a marriage as well. Sometimes again, if you've been wearing that white coat all day, you've been carrying that gavel all day, you've been, you know, making the commands and calling the shots all day. When you come home to your husband and you walk through that door of your home, take that again, take that self-assessment and say, am I showing up as a boss in this space? And is this the right space to do that? I talk to couples and men and women all the time. And I remember one conversation that always sticks out to me when it comes to a husband and how he interprets his wife's energy. Um, She was a doctor and he was in the music industry, how he interprets that energy when she walked through the door. And one thing that he said is they kind of have this buzz phrase that they use and he'll say to her, it's my turn to be on stage. Okay. So that means, Hey, as a doctor, you're on stage, you're the rock star every day. People are taking commands from you. You're calling the shots. You're making things happen. You're saving lives, right? I mean, that's a huge responsibility. She is a rock star all day. Same thing with an attorney. Same thing with the CEO. Same thing with the police chief. Same thing with an entrepreneur, okay? Calling the shots all day, every day. You're the rock star. 
And so when you come home to your husband and different men obviously have different needs, but if you do have the husband that does need to feel a little bit of that and, you know, level of importance, then again, Hey, he's like, it's my turn to be on stage. And that's something that you guys have to work out what that looks like. But in a sense, what he's saying is don't bring that bossy energy through the door. Don't come in here giving me commands. I am not your job. All right. So we need to approach dating, love, marriage in that way. It is not our job. It is different. If you are in a marriage and you find that when you walk through the door, you are not able to turn off that bossy energy. You are not able to turn off that commanding personality. It may be time to just kind of get to the root of, hey, what is it that's going on? What is it that's making it difficult for me to turn that energy or relax that energy a little bit when I come into this environment? Because again, we're back to being animals first. So if you walk through the door of your home and you are still in an environment where you, you know, have to kind of fight for yourself or you feel like you're not in a safe space, you got to address that. You got to figure out what's going on there. Is it that your husband has some maybe jealous energy toward you? Is there just this underlying undercurrent of competition? What is it that's making you not feel safe in that space? And that needs to be a conversation between you and your husband, assuming that you guys are in a place where you can have a gentle, constructive conversation with each other. He probably doesn't even know that you're feeling that way. But if you listen to yourself, if you listen to your instincts and you recognize that you're not able to turn that off and relax and kind of expose your underbelly, right? If your home or being with your husband is not a place where you can feel safe to lick your wounds after a long day in whatever your industry is, again, it's time to have that gentle, constructive conversation with him to say, I didn't realize I was feeling this way, but I am. And then he may, it may be, you know, sort of like an aha moment for him because he may not even realize the energy that he's giving to you when you come home, right? Maybe he feels some kind of a way about, oh, I've been home with the kids or I've started dinner, I've done whatever. He may be in a space where he didn't even realize he was projecting some jealousy or competition onto you when you come home from work because of what you represent when you walk through that door or what you have or haven't done and what responsibilities and tasks he may have engaged in before you got there. It's helpful to start with a conversation. If you find that the conversation, a gentle, constructive conversation is not possible because you guys are not in a good space, then hopefully he or you may be open to seeking some counseling, right? That's a perfect topic to bring to a professional marriage counselor to say, when I walk through the door, I find it hard to turn off my bossy commanding energy. And to me, that's a sign that this is not a safe space. I want to work through how to get us to that place. Because trust me, he'll be happier when you're able to let your guard down, okay? Again, show your soft underbelly, lick your wounds in his presence, lean on him, cry on his shoulder, see him as a pillar of strength and support in your life. He wants to be that for you. So if he is not that for you right now, it's time to get to the bottom of why. So attractive energy is like a shining light, an aura that should brighten your environment, whether you're sitting at a wine bar, whether you are in a coffee shop, whether you're at a networking event, whether you are home with your family, your aura 
should brighten your environment is really the best way to think about it. And of course, we're not going to always be in that bright, kind, pleasant mood all the time, but just take a check of what are you putting out there on a regular basis. And I think you're going to have more success on the dating scene or when it just comes to even getting approached and getting noticed. So on this season, I am bringing you information that's coming directly from the men's tent, okay? Directly from the men's tent. So I have always included men in my journey of She Makes More over the past 12 years now. I've always included men in this journey because there is no constructive conversation if it's just one-sided. So I've never shown up like, I am woman, hear me roar. I make more. I'm the boss calling the shots and all that. I've never shown up solely as that. That may be a part of the conversation over the years, but I've always wanted to hear from the men because in these sorts of relationships, as long as each partner is getting what they need, these relationships can last and they can be extremely, extremely healthy. I went into the men's tent. I interviewed men specifically for the purpose of understanding how they perceive a woman who earns more than they do when it comes to dating, relationships, and marriage. And so a lot of what you're going to hear me talking about on season two is coming from my third book, It's called How to Find, Keep, and Win at Love When You Earn More Than Him. You can find it on my website, shemakesmore.com, or you can find it on Amazon. And a lot of what you're going to hear on season two is coming from this book. And again, I went straight to the men to get these answers. This is not conjecture. This is coming from male voices, okay? Real men who wanted to contribute to this process. And to be quite honest, I've had a lot of male support over the years. Now, every now and again, there will be men who I will meet who will hear, oh, she makes more. They'll hear what I'm about. And then they'll automatically make assumptions, right? And they want to kind of, their hair stands on in. They want to be somewhat abrasive or not receptive toward me and toward my mission, But for the majority of the time, I have found that men have been very, very helpful, very, very supportive for this journey. So that's a great sign for us, right? That men are open and welcoming to this sort of conversation because at the end of it, if each partner gets what they need, these relationships can work. Don't kill the messenger, right? You're going to hear me sometimes say things. You're like, ah, I can't believe she said that. Don't kill the messenger. All I can do is relay the information Once you have the information, ladies, you can choose what you want to do with it. You can choose, hey, do I want to change up my dating style? Do I want to change up how I'm showing up on a date? Do I want to change up what is my communication? What are my actions, right? Do I want to change or do I not want to change? But at least you're armed with the knowledge of what it is that they desire from you, what it is that will get you asked on that second date, and just what's going to take to get further along in success when it comes to finding that happily ever after. It's our choice, but at least we'll be armed with the knowledge from season two. A lot of cool topics coming up. Today was all about what is our energy? And it's such a hard topic to discuss because it's this intangible sort of ambiguous concept. What is your energy, right? But in the animal kingdom, we use it all the time, whether it's the antelope or the deer or the monkey or the elephant, right? There are animal instincts that are telling us 
Is this person friend or foe? Is this a time for flight or fright or all of that? So how we're showing up, our aura, our energy that we are imparting to our environment, we are being judged on that, whether we know it or not. Trust me, ladies, these men are observing, watching us very closely. Whether you know it, you're always on stage when you're in that environment. And if we're going to be on stage, hey, we got to work it, girl, work it, girl. Know what it takes to capture his attention. And energy is number one, positive energy. And then from there, next week, we're going to talk about some of the cues, some of the body language, unspoken cues and methods that we can use to get him to come to us, okay? (laughs) There are definitely going to be times where the assertive side of us needs to kind of chill out a little bit. There are men who appreciate that assertive woman who will approach them. Trust me, I've been on both sides of the fence. I know how to approach a man if I'm interested. I also know how to play it cool and wait for him to approach me. So next week, we're going to talk about ways to get that gentleman to approach you, your nonverbal cues, your body language that are going to get you more success on the dating scene. So I'm super excited to be kicking off season two with you of She Makes More Podcast. You can find me on all the platforms at She Makes More. That's Instagram. That's Facebook. Don't forget to join my Facebook group. It's a private Facebook group called She Makes More Nation. Okay. Just go to Facebook, go in the groups in the search bar, just type She Makes More Nation. Go ahead and answer those couple of questions and join our group. It is a cool space. I post topics that are of interest to successful professional women when it comes to love, life, relationships, self-care, finance, all of it. Um, It's a cool space. And then stay on alert, stay close to my platforms because prayerfully in the spring of 2023, I'm going to be coming back to my live event in Washington, D.C. It's called Inside His Mind Female Breadwinner Mixer. DC will be my fourth city. (laughs) DC will be my fourth city. I had this event in Orlando, in Houston, in Atlanta, and next up is DC. And so Inside His Mind Female Breadwinner Mixer is a fantastic event. It is a groundbreaking event. There is a panel of men who have experience with a woman as a higher earner, an audience of successful, accomplished women. And it's really a very organic conversation about how our men want to be loved when their woman is the higher earner. These men know how to pour into us as women. They know how to answer our questions. They know how to address our concerns. They are counselors. They are teachers by nature, meaning that's not their profession. But when they show up on these panels, trust me, ladies, when you leave there, you're going to have a better understanding of the male psyche particularly when it comes to love, relationships, and marriage, when the woman is a higher earner, they're coming to pour into us. So if you stay close to my platforms, when when the time comes, I'll start announcing the event space, the venue, and the date and time, and all that cool stuff. But prayerfully, it will be spring of 2023 in the great city of Washington, D.C. I'm Dr. Don DeLavalade. I hope you have enjoyed episode one of season two of She Makes More podcast, all about women who are successful high earners and how to get the love that we deserve. So I'm excited to see you next time and thank you for watching.